0: Section twenty two of Celtic Folk and Fairy Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Celtic Folk and Fairy Tales, edited by Joseph Jacobs. Section twenty two The Tale of Ivan. There were formerly a man and a woman living in the parish of Llanlavin. "'in the place which is called Hordy, "'and work became scarce, "'so the man said to his wife, "'I will go search for work, "'and you may live here.' "'So he took fair leave "'and travelled far toward the east, "'and at last came to the house of a farmer "'and asked for work. "'What work can ye do?' said the farmer. "'I can do all kinds of work,' said Ivan. "'Then they agreed upon three pounds "'for the year's wages.' When the end of the year came, his master showed him the three pounds. See, Ivan, said he, here's your wage. But if you will give it me back, I'll give you a piece of advice instead. Give me my wage, said Ivan. No, I'll not, said the master. I'll explain my advice. Tell it me then, said Ivan. Then, said the master, never leave the old road for the sake of a new one. After that they agreed for another year at the old wages, and at the end of it Ivan took instead a piece of advice, and this was it. Never lodge where an old man is married to a young woman. The same thing happened at the end of the third year, when the piece of advice was, "'Honesty is the best policy.' But Ivan would not stay longer, but wanted to go back to his wife. "'Don't go today,' said his master.' My wife begs to morrow and she shall make thee a cake to take home to thy good woman. And when Ivan was going to leave, Here, said his master, here is a cake for thee to take home to thy wife, and when ye are most joyous together, then break the cake, and not sooner. So he took fair leave of them, and travelled towards home, and at last he came to Wayne and there he met three merchants from Trairene, of his own parish coming home from exeter fair oh ho ivan said they come with us glad are we to see you where have you been so long i have been in service said ivan and now i'm going home to my wife oh come with us you'll be right welcome but when they took the new road ivan kept to the old one and robbers fell upon them before they had gone far from ivan as they were going by the fields of the houses in the meadow they began to cry out Thieves and Ivan shouted out Thieves too And when the robbers had Ivan's shout they ran away, and the merchants went by the new road and Ivan by the old one till they met again at Market Jew. Oh Ivan, said the merchants, we are beholding to you but for you we would have been lost men. Come lodge with us at our course and welcome. When they came to the place where they used to lodge, Ivan said I must see the host the host they cried what do you want with the host here is the hostess and she's young and pretty if you want to see the host you'll find him in the kitchen so he went into the kitchen to see the host he found him a weak old man turning the spit oh oh quoth ivan i'll not lodge here but will go next door not yet said the merchants Sup with us, and welcome.' "'Now it happened that the hostess had plotted with a certain monk in Market Chew "'to murder the old man in his bed that night while the rest were asleep, "'and they agreed to lay it on the lodgers. "'So while Ivan was in bed next door, "'there was a hole in the pine end of the house, "'and he saw a light through it. "'So he got up and looked and heard the monk speaking. "'I had better cover this hole,' said he or people in the next house may see our deeds. So he stood with his back against it, while the hostess killed the old man. But meanwhile Ivan, out with his knife, and putting it through the hole, cut a round piece of the monk's robe. The very next morning the hostess raised the cry that her husband was murdered, and as there was neither man nor child in the house but the merchants, she declared they ought to be hanged for it, so they were taken and carried to prison till at last ivan came to them alas alas ivan cried they bad luck sticks to us our host was killed last night and we shall be hanged for it ah tell the justices said ivan to summon the real murderers who knows they replied who committed the crime who committed the crime said ivan if i cannot prove who committed the crime hang me in your stead so he told all he knew and brought out the piece of cloth from the monk's robe and with that the merchants were set at liberty and the hostess and the monk were seized and hanged then they came all together out of market jew and they said to him come as far as could come a wilfer the wood of the heap of stones of watching in the parish of burmen then their two roads separated and though the merchants wished ivan to go with them he would not go with them but went straight home to his wife. And when his wife saw him, she said, Home in the nick of time. Here's a purse of gold that I found. It has no name, but sure it belongs to the great lord yonder. I was just thinking what to do when you came. Then Ivan thought of the third council, and he said, Let us go and give it to the great lord. So they went up to the castle, but the great lord was not in it. So they left the purse with the servant that minded the gate, and then they went home again and lived in quiet for a time. But one day the great lord stopped at their house for a drink of water, and Ivan's wife said to him, "'I hope your lordship found your lordship's purse quite safe with all its money in it.' "'What purse is that you are talking about?' said the lord. "'Sure it's your lordship's purse that I left at the castle,' says Ivan come with me and we will see into the matter said the lord so ivan and his wife went up to the castle and there they pointed out the man to whom they had given the purse and he had to give it up and was sent away from the castle and the lord was so pleased with ivan that he made him his servant in the stead of the thief honesty is the best policy quoth ivan as he skipped about in his new quarters how joyful i am then he thought of his old master's keg that he was to eat when he was most joyful, and when he broke it, lo and behold, inside it was his wages for the three years he had been with him. End of section twenty-two.